The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hawks return home. But it's just too much heat in the kitchen. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And folks, we had matinee basketball in Atlanta. The Miami Heat came into town. And it wasn't pretty. <laughs> it was that pretty for a second game in a row. Uh, the Hawks fall to the Miami Heat. Well, not fall to the Heat for the second game, but they dropped their second game in a row to the Miami Heat. And uh, it was a tale of two halves, I guess you can say. Um, Hawks fall 106 to 98. We're going to talk about everything that we saw at the game. We're going to analyze it a little bit. And, uh, we're going to do what we normally do, man. So, you know, y'all stick around, kick your, kick your shoes off, relax yourself, and uh, we're going to talk a little Hawks basketball. But before we do, I want to remind you guys, if you have not already, please connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our name is at Hawks Beat. That's how you get at us, man. So give us a like, give us a follow on all of those platforms, and also make sure you subscribe to the pod on whatever podcast uh, format you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Play, whatever you're listening to, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star rating because that would really help us out in the podcast community because we're trying to get our weight up. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get our weight up. So, deep breath. Let's talk about these Hawks. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. I'm going to cut you quick, and I'm, 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 we're going we're gonna to move on, all right? So, um, going into the game, the Hawks were five-and-a-half-point favorites. 
uh, which was kind of surprising being that Clint Capella was still out. Um, you know, I, I don't understand the numbers in Vegas sometimes, but, you know, Hawks were out five, five and a half point favorites going into tonight's game. And uh psh, didn't really matter. You know, same injuries were applied uh, as usual. Bogey was out. Clint was out with something they listed as dental pain. So, like, I don't know if my man had, like, a bad root canal or just, like, a, uh, a filling that didn't go too well. I don't know what it is. But whatever dental pain is, it has to be serious for my mans to be out two games. Um, nevertheless, the, uh, the Miami Heat without their, were without their main guy, Jimmy Butler. And this uh, didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, so here are the things that I look for before the game, you know, just going for the game, just looking at pregame notes. I looked at first things first. I said, how is this team going to rebound after a loss? You know what I'm saying? Will they play with a chip on their shoulder? What kind of intensity will they have? Well, <laughs> if you saw the game, you, you saw it, right? Uh, and secondly, before I looked at the injury report, I said, is Clint back? That was an obvious nope. And the last thing I said is who is going to keep Bam off the board? Who is going to keep him from rebounding? Um, I don't think his rebounding was necessarily like the main problem. It was the fact that he kind of did everything else. <laughs> like he was just all over the place. He was rebounding. He was like running the points, bringing the ball up the court. Like, like Bam, like I was like Iman Shumpert on that when he had when he told that story about Kobe. Like, what is you on? Like, like Bam was just, he, he was he was really good tonight. Uh, Bam Adebayo finished the night with 32 points, 8 boards on 13 of 20 shooting. And it seemed like he had a bigger impact than what the numbers suggest. But for the Hawks, and this is us going into my game notes, it was a tale of two halves, man. It really was a tale of two halves. It was almost like... And I don't mean to kind of skip over the first and the second half, but um, I thought that the wings for the Hawks really came out aggressive. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins. I thought John was pretty aggressive for the most part, I would say all game. But really in that first half, he was aggressive. I really liked what I saw to John early on. And like... John really plays good against Miami. Like, I don't know if it's like a Florida thing, you know, the Florida ties he has. But um, I just really liked the fact that he was out there playing aggressive. Hawks was out there in that peach unis. And I was like, yo, nothing else. They look clean. <laughs> like, nothing else. They look clean. Uh, first play of the game was the alley-oop to JC. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, yeah. As soon as they threw that oop, I was like, okay, yeah, like this used to be a thing, right? Like they used to throw John Oliups all the time. But uh, the first half, you know, the Hawks were kind of playing with house money, you know, back-to-back uh, -back threes from JC and Dre, and they're just they're just looking good. And I was like, okay, now this, this is the Hawks team that I wanted to see after a loss. Um, at the end of the first quarter, Trey does a little razzle-dazzle. Hits the behind the back behind the back pass to Frank uh, Kaminsky, or as I like to call him, Frank the Tank, and of course Frank the Tank misses the three. <laughs> so let me say this before we go any further: the more Frank Kaminsky plays, the less I have, uh, the less confidence I have in this Hawks team. So Clint Capella needs to hurry up and come back because Frank the Tank is not 
it, yo. He is not it. And I understand this is a third, like he's a third, he, he, he's third on the depth chart when it comes to the center position. I get that. And I'm not just bagging on Frank because they lost. But you know what? Frank is really not good at basketball. He's just not good at the game of basketball. At one time, he was a serviceable pro. But now, nah. Like, nah. Like, there's no redeeming qualities from his game. There is no nutritional value for Frank Kaminsky minutes. None whatsoever. With that being said, keep your head up, Frank. You know what I'm saying? Keep your head up. Uh, second quarter, I thought the defense looked a little bit more active. Um, I still thought the wings was aggressive. Uh, Kongu had like a nice putback dunk. And I thought, relatively speaking, the Hawks did a good job of holding off the Heat in the second quarter. He, he tried to make a little run, but I thought the Hawks did a good job going into the second quarter. You know, they're going into the half and they're up nine points. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, okay. He tried to make a little run, but the Hawks was doing their thing. And they go into the second half. And here's where all hell breaks loose. Here's where it all breaks loose. Um, let me just say this in its totality. I think Nate McMillan got out coached by Eric Spoltra. There, I said it. Nate got out coached by Spo, but I don't think that is the worst thing in the world to get out coached by Eric Spoltra. I am probably higher on Eric Spoltra than most. I think he is a really good coach. A really good coach when it comes to scheme, when it comes to adjustments. So for Nate to get out coached, yeah, he got out coached. But that's like saying, you know, I mean, that's like saying like Twix is better than Snickers. Like we all know Twix is a superior candy. So like, yeah, it's not really a surprise there. But second half, they dropped that defense. They went to like a certain type of zone and baited the Hawks into shooting threes. And they took the bait. They took the bait to the tune of um, let me see if let me see if I can get the stats. And you guys know uh, I'm famously not a stat guy, but Hawks took 19 threes in the second half. Guess how many they hit? Don't even Google it. Guess guess how many they hit? If the Hawks took 19 threes, give me a ballpark figure of how many threes you think the Hawks made. If your answer was five, you're wrong. <laughs> if your answer was three, you are correct. They went three for 19 in the second half shooting threes. And for those math majors out there, that's 15.8%, which is not good. Not good. As a team, they shot 31% from the field, which is also not good. Um, they got outscored 55 to 38 in the second half. Um, and it just was not good. It was not good. Trey was one of eight. DeJounte was two of nine. AJ was all six. And I hate to throw numbers at you, but the numbers speak volumes. They speak volumes. They made that adjustment and whatever adjustment Nate threw at him. And I don't And here's me. Listen, I'm not even saying Nate didn't even have an adjustment. Nate probably had an adjustment, but it didn't work. So it doesn't matter whether he adjusted or whether he didn't adjust. Fact of the matter is, it did not work. So, yeah. Um, 
yeah, it, it just wasn't good second half. It wasn't good. And you just had the whole time. It was just like you didn't see the aggression. Um, John was 6-7 in the second half, but you didn't feel that aggression. You didn't feel that aggression. Uh, DeAndre, he just didn't seem to have that confidence anymore. Nobody's putting pressure on the hoop. Nobody's driving to the rim. And after the game, John was like, you know, they dropped that defense and they, they make you shoot threes. And he's like, it's easy to say we'll drive through it, but it's harder than just busting the zone. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think he's absolutely right. I think he's absolutely right. It's not as easy as we think to say, hey, just drive to the hoop. No, this is a defensive scheme. This is what Eric Spolstra does. This is what he does. Like, this is what he did in the playoffs. Like, did we see the playoffs where he just gobbled up Trey? He gobbled him up. This is what Spo does, and he did it again tonight. So I'm not going to pontificate and give you guys a whole bunch of numbers and facts and figures and this, that, and the other. I'm not going to do that tonight. You saw the game. You saw the half, one half, the second half. That's pretty much what it was. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. I'm going to come back. I'm going I'm to see if I can find some sound from the night. He'll let you guys hear what they had to say. We're going to get some fan feedback. I'm going to give you my takeaways. We're going to put a bow on this, and then we're going to get ready for this week coming up. All right? You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Week Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub, talking a little Hawks basketball as they fall to the Miami Heat. So we got a little sound. want to play it real quick from Nate McMillan after tonight's game. Here's a little bit about what he had to say after tonight's loss. Second half, specifically third quarter, that made it so difficult to, you know, generate and take some of those shots. I mean, they, they did what they normally do. They, they changed their defense. Um, you know, that's the way they've been playing. Uh, and, and what we have to do is our guards got to make sure that we get down and we get organized and get to our spots and run our sets. Uh, I thought they caught us uh, a couple of times uh, without a balanced floor. And uh, just that zone became a stop sign. It can't become a stop sign. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job uh, in the first half attacking it. Just attack the gaps, uh, make two play you, uh, you know, you play from inside out, and uh, the second half it became a stop sign, and we're trying to run maybe a zone offense, or uh, we just wasn't aggressive enough, you gotta be aggressive against that, uh, our man uh So, I'm gonna stop you there, Nate, you know he's talking about being aggressive, and I wholeheartedly agree I wholeheartedly agree, now my thing is Okay, maybe it's not merely as easy as we think it is, just the average fan to say, okay, let's just be aggressive. Because um, when you talk to the players, it seems like they had like a whole different take on the situation. So I'm going to play a little sound from Trey Young, and y'all figure out whether there's a disconnect, all right? So here's a little sound from Trey Young after tonight's game. You guys did a great job in the first two, so how do you get that to carry over into the second half? I think it's it's more than just that. I think it's more than than just being aggressive. I think you gotta you gotta have a purpose on it, and um, just you gotta you just gotta be better all around. And um, it's more than just being aggressive. You gotta you gotta be smart with it too. So you don't just want to be aggressive, and you're just forcing turnovers. And so we gotta be better all around. So let me stop you there. <laughs> I don't like that answer at all. What do you mean, like like? You got to be better there. You got to be like, I, I didn't like that answer at all. I did not like it at all. And um, it, it, you got to be aggressive or you don't. Like, I get it. But it just, I just don't like the way he answered that question. And he's going to answer however he wants to answer. And that's fine. You know, I mean, that's it's fine. That's, that's what it is. But um, I look at it like this, you know. There's two ways to play basketball. Either you're aggressive or you're not aggressive. And I understand you got to take the shot that they give you. However, if you're not making the shot, like if you're not making the shots at, at some point, and, and it seems like we've been here before, at what point do you say, you know what, these threes ain't falling? Why don't we just try to get it like into the closer two? <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But. That's what the guys had to say after the game. I'm not gonna go into too much of that, but um, because I don't, I don't feel like it was. I think there's something there, and I'm gonna pause before I comment on like spreading any rumors of if I feel like there's a disconnect between the coaches and the players. I'm not going to say that just yet, but let's put a pin in that. All right, let's put a pin on that. And just know that that is something that I'm monitoring, all right? All right, so uh, let's get a little bit of fan feedback in there, and let's see what you guys had to say after tonight's game. Again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us 
on the Twitters at HawksBeat. That's all one word. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook page. So um, let's see. Hawks fan in China. Uh, they say this is the first time that I start to question the coaching of this team. The strategy worked for the first half, but then they completely abandoned what was working, especially on offense. Hey, you saw it, buddy. It is what it is. Um, appreciate you for checking us out all the way over in China. What's up? Big respect. Big respect. Uh, DJ Yogi says pretty bad decision making by the entire team. But the point guards were bad on both sides of the ball. 20 games in, this is pretty lame. Hey, brother, you're entitled to feel how you feel, and I'm not mad at you. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, Joshua Fletcher says they kept getting rebounds whenever we weren't allowing uncontested layups. They stopped passing. Frank the Tank needs to play for a pa- for a tanking team. <laughs> yes, we had uh, uh, we had some fun with the Frank the Tank tweets tonight, and uh, it's all in fun, man. I don't I doubt the Hawks are gonna make any moves on Frank the Tank, even though he's pretty awful. But uh, they simply don't have room to just take on another guy unless they release some people, and I doubt that's gonna happen. That's just simply not how it goes. In today's NBA, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe Frank the Tank will rebound and he will finish out this season uh, playing some better basketball. Let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> Let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, as far as takeaways. Now, here's the thing. I know you guys love a good blame game. So, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm a roll with y'all this night. All right. I'm a roll with y'all tonight. We're going to play the blame game. And I got four I got four sticks of blame that I want to give out. All right? Four sticks of blame. All right? First one is going to go to Nate. We're going to give Nate the first blame stick. Right? We're going to blow we we're going to give it to Nate because again, like I said, I believe he got out coached by coach Bolstra. And again, that's nothing really too bad. To to admit, sometimes you just get out coached. Sometimes you you know that's what it is. But tonight was one of them nights. You got out coached tonight, Nate. Hopefully you can rebound and coach better the next game. Next stick of blame. Gonna give it to Trey and we're gonna give it to DJ. Y'all are the leaders of this team. Y'all want all the glory. Y'all gotta take some of this blame. You got to take some of this blame. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like you only get all the all the glory and you don't get none of the blame. I'm an equal opportunity lender. If you do good, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to give you an offensive player of the game. But when y'all ain't playing good, I got to call you on it. And it ain't nothing personal because I like these two young gentlemen right now. I like them. I like DeJounte. I like Trey. I like both of them. But both of you guys can't go 5-16. DeJounte 5-16. Trey 4-16. You can't do that. You can't do that and expect to win the ball game, especially with Clint Capella out. So, yeah, y'all going to get some blame sticks, too. Y'all going to get some blame sticks, too, right after Nate. All right? I'm not done. I got two more to give out. The bench. Bench was not good. Bench was not good tonight. The role of the bench is to have the starters back, which means starters ain't kicking it. Bench, you got to step up. You got to step up. They played four guys off the bench tonight. A.J. Griffin, Trent Forrest, Frank Kaminsky, Jalen Johnson. Who was good tonight? None of them. None of them. A.J. Griffin wasn't making shots. 
And I told y'all last game, I told y'all last podcast, I said, if A.J. Griffin and Onyeka Okongwu are your best guys on the bench, chances are you got some depth issues. And that's no disrespect to Onyeka Okongwu and A.J. Griffin, both of two players who I like. But if those are your two, if those are your two dynamic players, players off the bench, you need some more depth. I don't know how to fix it either. So before you ask me that, I don't know how to fix that. Last little bit of blame, Hunter and J.C. Y'all had good first halves and he tailed out. And I think Hunter does that from time to time. He'll start tough, but, you know, he'll finish out, you know. Y'all got to play 48 minutes. Like, it's 48 minutes, my guy. You know, and, and I gave credit to Hunter uh, two games ago where he had a tough first half and had a better second half. This game, he had a good first half. They have a good. Look, bro, it's 48 minutes. It's four quarters. All right. So um, it's still early. They can still turn this thing around. And uh, all is not all is not over. <laughs> all is not over. There is plenty of games to play, but uh, these last two, if you have a sour taste in your mouth of a as a Hawks fan, I get it, and I have no qualms with you. I have no qualms with you. So we're gonna put a bow in this. We're gonna look at the schedule and see who do the Hawks have next. I think they got a back to back. So yeah, they're playing the Sixers tomorrow in Philly. So we're gonna see how they recover. Hopefully, Clint will be back from his tooth pain or whatever dental uh, pain that he has. And uh, hopefully, they'll have a better performance in Philadelphia. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawkspeed Podcast. I really appreciate you guys. I really do. Uh, make sure you check out the podcast on uh, all of our social media platforms. Subscribe and give us a five-star rating. And y'all know how we get down with the get down. <laughs> God is good all the time, and all time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.